0: Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal podcast covering the daily events of all the European Royal families. Today is a unscheduled episode. Um, I don't want to call it special because it is, but it's, um, today is a, a sad day. So as I'm sure by now, most of you have heard, Um, Prince Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh, passed away this morning, Friday, April 9th of 2021. So I wanted to come on and do a special episode dedicated to him. Um, the, the response from foreign royals on the occasion of his passing, um, as well as talk about kind of next steps. So, here is how I have decided this is going to go. Um, I want to start off by saying my sympathies and condolences are with the British royal family, um, in particular Queen Elizabeth. Any time today that they have mentioned, you know, the fact that she is now a widow, my heart just breaks for her. Um, And so that's where I want to start. But then I also want to take a personal note, just very quickly at the beginning, to say, um, this is the first time I am doing one of these so in the year and a half almost that I have been doing this podcast obviously um nothing has really happened terribly um in terms of death or loss so this is the way I plan to go about it if it ever happens if and when it happens again um but today is the first, so please be aware of that. Um, I am not a royal correspondent. I'm not a journalist. I did not attend journalism school, anything like that. I am a bystander who watches the daily events of these people every day, so take that however you want, but just Know on a personal note, this is the first time that I'm doing something like this. Um, And yeah, so the way I have decided we're gonna go about this um, is I'm gonna start off by doing a biography of the life of Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh. And then um, once I'm done with that, I will go ahead and share the condolences. Um, from each royal family that I talk about on this episode. Um, And then at the end, we'll do some like housekeeping. Here's where we're going. Here's what this week is going to look like in podcast world now, because obviously things have changed a little bit. Um, So here's what we're going to be doing and what that looks like. So let's go ahead and start with the biography of Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh. Prince Philip was born on June 10th, 1921 to Prince Andrew of Greece and Denmark and Princess Alice of Battenberg. He was born on the island of Corfu, Greece, and was born, I believe, sixth in line to the Greek throne. However, due to the tense political situation surrounding the Greek monarchy that is kind of always existed, Philip and his family were put into exile where they uh, left to Paris or France for a period of time. Philip was educated in an American school in Paris and then on to Gordonston boarding school in Scotland. Upon the completion of his education, Philip joined the Royal Naval College in, uh, at Dartmouth and began serving in the Royal Navy during the Second World War. And this is the British Royal Navy, just to clarify. Um, he served in, with, against Italy as well as um, in Japan. During his time at the Naval College, Philip met a young Princess Elizabeth while her father, mother, she, and her sister were on a tour of the college in 1939. They began a courtship at all of Queen Elizabeth's age of 13 where they were writing letters while he was deployed during the war. During the courtship, Philip renounced his Greek and Danish royal titles and took on the surname of Mountbatten, which is the anglicized version of Battenberg. The engagement was announced on July 10th of 1947, and the pair were married uh, November 20th of that same year. Together, they have four children Charles, Anne, Andrew, and Edward. After the birth of Charles and Anne, Queen Elizabeth became Queen on February 6th, 1952, and Philip began his lifelong service as her consort. The remaining time of his life was spent dedicated to serving Queen and country where he was patron to many organizations. Many organizations. Like, a lot. And a, a lot. Um, Philip retired from his official public life in August of 2017 after completing a grand total of 22,219 solo engagements. His last public engagement was July 22nd of 2020. Prince Philip passed away in the morning of April 9th, 2021, where the Royal Pal- where Buckingham Palace stated he passed away peacefully. The date also happens to be The 16th Wedding Anniversary of the Prince of Wales and Duchess of Cornwall. So, that is the small biography of Philip's life that I have written up. Um... I want to talk a very small bit of time here about my first kind of experience with Prince Philip. So this is what I remember of it. Um, I think I have talked about my family, Um, you know, yes, we are from the States, but we have always um, been intrigued by the royal family. Um, you know, I'm sure for my mom, it started with Princess Diana. And so in, in my house, there were always, not always, but there were frequently, um, documentaries about the royal family, particularly the British. Um, I don't think I knew, I know I didn't know other royal families existed until about 10 years ago. Um, But there was a documentary, and I have tried for a good part of the day today to find it, Um, but I I can't. And it was all about, I think, the grounds at Windsor. Um, So it was a very outdoorsy documentary. And it was Prince Philip driving a Range Rover around um, and explaining, like his work with conservation. And I just remember I was probably, I would say I was between eight and 12. Unfortunately, I don't remember very much, but I remember the questions I asked vividly. Um, When you're eight or 12, between those ages, you don't really have a concept, especially if you grow up in the States, of monarchies and what that looks like and um, if I was on the younger scale, I really didn't understand that Queen Elizabeth was a queen in her own right and didn't have a quote unquote king. Um, and so I remember asking who that person was, and my mom would tell me that it was the Duke of Edinburgh who's married to the Queen of England. And I very vividly could not grasp this concept. Like, I did not understand it, um, but I remember having the thoughts of, like, okay, I mean, I didn't, I didn't understand what a consort was, I didn't understand any of that, but I was pretty nonchalant about that, but I remember him talking about the grounds and the, um, the game, the, the hunting scene, and just... How passionate he was, um, and how kind of funny and, like, a very dry sense of humor he had, like, I remember that, um, because I was thinking today, you know, of course, what was my first interaction with the Duke of Edinburgh, like, what, what do I first remember, um, and then in time, you know, it just became, I understood more, I, I got it, and so it became very, understandable to me um and then it was time for Will and Kate's wedding and like I just remember the thought that like Prince Philip matched they uh matched William and that they both wore um an Irish guard uniform the red one and it just was it was stunning and I just like so many good memories of course but like those are the two that stand out to me the most Um, that I wanted to share in this part as well. So with that, um, I also want to share the condolences from the other six royal families that I talk about every day. Um, they all responded quickly, um, very publicly for the most part, Um, and almost, I would say almost instantaneously. So a little bit of context, I, the news was released about Phillip's passing at noon in England, which is 7am my time. I was not awake yet. I woke up to this news. Um, and by the time I had woken up, everyone had sent their condolences, So I would say I was probably like an hour, I woke up between 8 and 8.30, I can't remember exactly, um, but that, I woke up to everyone, um, every royal family have already sending out their condolences. Um, so we'll start with the Belgian royal family who wrote, deeply saddened by the passing away of his royal highness, the Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh. We wish to express our deepest condolences to Her Majesty the Queen, the British Royal Family, and the people of the United Kingdom. We will always cherish the memories of our warm encounters. And this one was signed Philippe and Mathilde. In Denmark, Denmark was a little bit different in that they didn't, the Danish Royal House did not release um, the condolence message that Queen Margaretha has sent to Her Majesty um it the statement they shared says Her Majesty the Queen today has sent a personal condolence to Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II on the occasion of his royal highness Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh's death. And then they did go on to share a little bit about Prince Philip because he was born a Prince of Greece and Denmark. So Prince Philip was born in 1921 as prince of greece and denmark and was a great grandchild of christian the ninth a portrait of prince philip and so then they also shared this photo um or portrait a portrait of prince philip was painted by the australian born artist ralph Hyman's in 2017 and in the painting prince philip wears the danish order of the elephant so the greek royal family no longer exists but when greek greece started their royal family they took uh, a prince from denmark who became then king george the first of greece um and that was in 1821 200 years ago when they um received their independence and so they have always been part of the danish royal family um they still are and so this is a very important order in the Danish royal family and very important that Philip had it. Um, so, that was from Denmark. In the Netherlands, uh, the statement read We remember His Royal Highness Prince Philip with great respect. He dedicated his long life to the service of the British people and to his many duties and responsibilities. His lively personality made an indelible impression. Our loving feelings of compassion go out to Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth and all members of the royal family. And it was signed King Willem-Alexander, Queen Maxima, and Princess Beatrix. In Norway, uh, King Harald sent a brief message and then he also um, announced some ceremonial things as well. So he wrote, Our thoughts go to Queen Elizabeth and the immediate family at the passing of Prince Philip. Our condolences also go to the British people, and that was signed King Harald. However, um, like I said, he made some ceremonial announcements as well, so um, I want to share what those are, if I can get it to load. Um, he ordered the flag at the Royal Palace today as well as on the day of the funeral, uh, the flag that sits at the royal palace will be uh, lowered in respect. So that is from the Norwegian royal family. And now on to the Spanish royal family. Um, They sent a telegram. So Spain is an interesting country when they send uh, messages and that they don't always publicize them but they'll send them to media outlets um, without a necessary without a publication essentially um, so they leak it but like Casa Real is doing the leaking um, and for a while I wasn't sure if this one was intended to be leaked because it is deeply personal um, but it was confirmed by several spanish outlets as well as read by the bbc and ITBE, which are two of the british networks so their um, telegram condolences to queen elizabeth read dear aunt lilibet which is queen elizabeth's nickname we have been deeply saddened to receive the news of the passing of our dear uncle philip in these painful moments we want to convey our deepest condolences on behalf of the government the Spanish people, as well as our closeness and support. We will never forget the occasions we were able to share with him and the legacy of service and dedication to the crown and the United Kingdom that he has always played by your side. Our thoughts and prayers are with your majesty and with the entire family, with all our love and affection. And it was signed, Felipe and Letizia. So, obviously this one is very personal in, uh, comparison to some of the others. Um, and it was also extremely touching because the last state visit that Prince Philip took a part of in, um, his public life was with the Spanish royal family. So in 2017, in June or July, I can't remember the exact, I think it was July, uh, Felipe and Letizia visited the UK on a state visit. And then in August, uh, Prince Philip officially retired from public life. So it, I don't know, it was just, the their message just makes me cry. Um, because it's just so beautiful and personal. And it focuses on the affection, the family relation. I, I think that's... What is sometimes lacking is that all of the people that I talk about are deeply related to each other and have very personal friendships and relationships because they are the only people in the world who have these experiences. And I think this message just touches on that in a way that um, not a lot of the others are doing. Um, Which is fine. Like I said, I was not sure that this one was supposed to be for public consumption because it's so deeply personal. Um, But that was from the Spanish royal family. And then finally from Sweden, uh, their message reads, The Queen and I have received with great sorrow the news of the passing of His Royal Highness the Duke of Edinburgh prince philip has been a good friend of our family for many years a friendship we have greatly valued his contribution to his country is an example for all of us we extend our condolences to her majesty the queen the royal family and the people of great britain and this one is signed carl gustav so that is how the foreign royals have reacted to the sad news of the day i found um, all of their reactions to be touching. Of course, Spain's made me cry. Um, And Sweden's was very personal as well. Um, And I am confident in saying Queen Margrethe's is beautiful and extremely personal. Um, Queen Margrethe is the only other queen head of state in this world. And she also lost her husband um, to two years ago so I believe that that message of condolence was deeply personal and I'm sure written beautifully um and you know they are the only two people in the world who understand what it's like to lose not your husband obviously a lot of people have that experience but to lose your husband when you're the queen and head of state of a country um your husband is your closest confidant. It's the singular person in your family that you can go to about everything. Um, and I think that that is just truly what Prince Philip was to Queen Elizabeth. Um, and so I, I I understand why they kept Margrethe's private, is what I will say about that. So... Um, Here's where we're going to go from here. Obviously, this is an unscheduled episode. I understand. Um, I wanted to get this out today um, because, for obvious reasons, um, I will come back on Monday as planned. So, on Monday, what I plan to do, um, and I think this will depend on how fast news is rolling out, but I want the top segment to be focused on announcements related to, uh, Prince Philip's passing. So funeral arrangements, things along those lines. I want to be at the top, um, of every episode during this period of mourning. Um, if you are listening to this podcast anywhere, you will notice that my icon has changed. Um, it will stay that way. Through this uh, period of mourning. Um, so that's the plan. Um, and then I will go through my regular day, but I always want to start with news of Prince Philip's, um, Any news that we may receive, anything along those lines at the top for the next however many days. Um, the funeral right now has not, the date of the funeral has not been announced. I am recording this, um, Friday at almost 5 p.m. So as of right now, there is no date, um, but it's expected to be eight to 10 days from today, I believe. Um, and we're in, a, in the middle of a pandemic. So things have to be adjusted for, for that. Um, So I want to leave this episode with, here's what we, we do know. Um, the period of mourning started today and it will be held through 8am the day of the funeral, which as we discussed is to be determined. Um, there's an online book of condolences at royal.uk that you can send your memories and your condolences to the British Royal family for Prince Philip. Um, the royal family has asked that donations be made, um, in particular people who were buying um, flowers to lay. They would ask that that money be spent on a charity that Prince Philip supported. Um, a few of those are going to be, um, I'm not sure if you can donate to this one, but the Duke of Edinburgh Award, um, the World Wildlife fund. Um, he was a, the president of that organization, um, various organizations there on royal.uk. There is a, I think a list, or you can make a donation in his name to any charity of your choosing. Um, so that is what we know at this point. Um, two of Prince Philip's children gave interviews today on ITV or ITV, Um, remembering their father, please check those out. Um, yes. So that is the end of today's episode. Um, again, I'm sending my condolences and thoughts to the British Royal family. Um, and with that, I will talk to you all on Monday.